0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we are now past the deadline, obviously. So, it's really time to buckle down for every team. We are into August. You know, sometimes you call these the dog days of August because this is when players are physically tired. You know, the season has been going on for a while and it's natural, but this is really when teams have to buckle down. As they prepare for the stretch run because there are two months left in the regular season. So if you are if you are, you know, in the hunt for the playoffs, you can't really afford to go on any kind of losing streak or anything like that because other teams will come for you and there won't be as much time afterwards to make up for lost ground. So this is where we are right now. With that being said, we have some. Some highlights, some highlights to discuss. So the new look Padres got a win in their first game with Juan Soto, Josh Bell and Brandon Drury. I mean, Brandon Drury got things started in the first inning, hitting a grand slam in his first Padres at bat. I think that's that's pretty you you can't beat that, obviously. And, you know, it was a packed house, sold out crowd. They came to see these new guys and. They, they did not disappoint. The Padres beat the Rockies 9-1 in f- front of their largest crowd of the season. Juan So finished one for three with a pair of walks. I mean, showing, showing what he does best and getting on base. But um, like I said, Brandon Drury had the big hit in this one. The Padres ended up leading 5-0 in the first inning. And the rest of the night was just a party in the East Village in San Diego. It was an electric crowd out there. So good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I mean, it's not often you see guys have an introductory press conference after a trade, but that's what that's what happened. The Padres had a press conference with Juan Soto and Josh Bell, and almost like it was like a free, free agent signing or something. But I think everyone knows that this is a special moment. Blake Snell pitched for San Diego. He threw six innings of one-run ball, and he just continued the Padres rotation run of dominance. I mean, that's largely been overshadowed by what they've done off the field, but the Padres pitching has been very good. It's been really good, and Snell kept the line moving. Manny Machado, Jake Cronenworth tacked on some home runs in the sixth, and the Padres just rolled from there. They're 15 games over 500. they They're in the thick of that NL playoff picture in fact with Wednesday's victory they're now closer to the Braves in the top wild card spot than they are to missing the playoffs so that's good stuff that's good stuff right there moving out to New York where the Mariners were playing the Yankees so Luis Castillo was on the mound for Seattle and he looked very good he was masterful in his Mariners debut the M's got a 7-3 victory at Yankee Stadium. And, you know, some people were starting to say that Luis Castillo reminded them of vintage Felix Hernandez. I mean, that is that is a very good comparison, obviously. We know vintage Felix Hernandez was, was a phenomenal pitcher with the Mariners. I mean, he was someone that nobody wanted to face. But he was sharp in front of... The Yankee Stadium crowd, and you know he was he was just uh, one out shy of completing the seventh inning. You know he gave up a tough grounder, which went past Carlos Santana at first base, and then a two-run homer to Kyle Higashioka at the end of his day. But before that, he had given up just three hits and one run while striking out eight. So he actually became the Mariners' first mid-season acquisition with you know eight punchouts. In his first start since 1995 i know that's kind of specific but just bear with bear with me here bear with me here everything on everyone on his team had good things to say jp crawford jesse winker all were are seeing his praises they're happy to have luis castillo on board so good stuff out there let's head to houston where the astros beat the red sox they salvaged the game you know they dropped the first two games of the series but jose urquidy came out there and and kind of played stopper, and put an end to what would have been a sweep if they had lost. So Houston won 6-1 over Boston. Jose Urquidy threw seven scoreless. Jose Altuve had four hits. Trey Mancini hit his first Astros homer. And it was, I mean, all that equals a big Astros win. I mean, Urquidy is 10-4. He threw 70 of his 97 pitches for strikes. He's now 5 and 1 with a 2.29 ERA and a 0.75 whip while throwing nine consecutive quality starts. He's been really good. Obviously, I mean, he said the trade deadline was a bit stressful, but that's behind him. Um, maybe he thought he was he was potentially going to be on the move, but he was really sharp out there. Like I said, 4 for 4 for Jose Altuve and and the Astros got to win there. Got to win. So, you know, it's actually interesting I will make one mention. Trey Mancini hit a home run. It was his 11th of the year. And we know that the Orioles extended their left field fence. So that's actually stolen a lot of home runs away from Trey Mancini this year. Coming to Houston, he has a short porch in left field, which will which will be a lot, uh, it will be very beneficial for his home run swing because it's only 315 feet down the left field line in Houston. You know, the reconfigured Camden Yards is three thirty-three down the line before extending out to three eighty-four, and you know according to Statcast, Mancini would have twenty-two home runs this season if he played all his games at Minute Maid Park. That's double what he has right now. He has eleven, so that's that's interesting. That is interesting. Um, so yeah, let's let's also jump to some news off the field. It was reported that Vince Scully passed away the other day on Tuesday. He passed away on Tuesday at the age of 94. Vin Scully was the voice of the Dodgers and so much more. I mean, just the the most notable announcer in baseball history. I mean he's one person that so many people just know because he he was in the broadcast booth for 66 years. I mean this dude saw he saw Jackie Robinson play. I mean he that's that's how how long he worked with the Dodgers and he wasn't just there for a long time. That's not just what made him memorable. He was actually a very good announcer because Vince Collier, what I liked about him is that he was a storyteller. So you could turn on a Dodgers game. Vin would be would be in the booth. And time would go by and you wouldn't really tell because he 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 filled all the dead time with good stories. So he'd be telling a story and then be like, Oh, the one one pitch comes in, there's a fly ball to deep center, and then it'll pick up and tell a story about Sandy Koufax or something to, to really fill the dead time with good stories. And he, that was a, a talent of his. So, um, that's, uh, you know, he, he lived obviously a very long life and he was well recognized and he was, um, a treasure to the baseball world. So, yeah. Gone but not forgotten, Vince Scully. So that is what we have for today. Just a little bit of a short one. But if you enjoyed this, please share it to someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.